Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So within 90 days, so this is like February 2002, within 90 days, I closed my first two deals and I made like $8,000, $9,000. Like I think it was actually 10000 bucks because my 1500 bucks turned into over $10,000. And I felt I couldn't believe I, I never had so much money in my entire life. I was 24. I had I just turned 24. I had 10 grand in my name. I was like, hot diggity dog. Here I go. <laughs> so I finally had some money. What's up, gang? Welcome to the Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mashazde. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, the Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazi. I'm coming to you live today from MIT Endicott House here outside Boston, Massachusetts, shooting a solo episode for you all. Um, so today's episode is a special episode. It's a solo episode. And the title's a bit of a provocative title in that it's how to turn $1,500 into $15 million. And it's a story about how I launched my first company and the hustle it took when I first moved to San Francisco as a wee little young lad in 2001 to grow to building my business, my first business, Twin Capital Morgan, how I was able to actually do side hustles, turn 1500 bucks. When I moved to San Francisco, I had 1500 bucks to my name and $10,000 of credit card debt. So I, I was 23 years old. I was broke as a joke, but I was able to turn literally $1,500 in my bank account into a $15 million of gross revenue in my business in a very short period of time. Literally, that happened from September 3rd, 2001, up until through 2007. So it was a very short period of time. But I'm going to tell you that story because I do believe that a lot of times as an entrepreneur, we, we tell ourselves stories on why we can't accomplish what we want to accomplish. And one of the key things I'm going to talk about are how was I able to do that? Because there was really two major things I did, two key things I did to create the opportunity for myself. And had I not done these two things, I'm going to talk about this in, the, in this episode, had I not done these two key things, I would have stood no chance of being able to grow that, that small amount of money into such a large enterprise and such a large amount of revenue. And to, How do you turn 1500 bucks into $15 million? Well, I want to start by saying the only way I know how to do that outside of 
crazy gambling. I know some crypto people might argue with me on this or winning the lottery is through building a business. And I knew at a very young age, I wanted to start my own company. I've talked about that in previous episodes. But in uh, 2001, I, I had my first failure, which was my uh, company with my brother. We had a business called Shaw's Brothers Productions. I don't talk about that very often. It's not on my LinkedIn profile, but it was a business I started in college. And it was an event promotion business and it failed miserably. We were trying to infiltrate the Hollywood nightclub scene and we were trying to do it in 2001. And um, we were trying to take over the nightclub scene. In, in Hollywood at the time, there was a huge nightclub called Giant, which was it was an electronic music nightclub that happened every Saturday night. And we said, we're going to have the Giant for Friday nights. We called it Vapor. Well, uh, yeah, I learned quickly, if you want to vaporize a hundred thousand bucks, go try to open a nightclub on a Friday night. We did it at a place called the Hollywood Athletic Club, where we had, uh, literally could fit three, 4,000 people. We flew in a, a DJ by the name of Eric Murillo. He's a famous DJ from New York. We had to build a stage for him and we had 90 people show up. So we lost all of our money and, uh, in the throes of despair, I ended up deciding that I wanted to make some changes in my life. I was young and I, I didn't know where I wanted to go, but I remember telling my mom, I said, you know what? I will go anywhere. I just want to get the hell out of here. My father had passed away, uh, you know, the, the previous year. I just graduated college. I had this failure in business. And so I took a job in San Francisco for a company by the name of ETG, Electronic Trading Group. And they were a prop trading firm. Uh, and I became a proprietary trader, i.e. a professional day trader. And this is in 2001. And so in summer, July of 2001, I drove up from Orange County, California, where I lived, uh, up to San Francisco. I went to this headquarters off California Battery in downtown San Francisco. I mean, my, I was like, yeah, man, this is, this is what I want to do. I want to go and work on Wall Street. Um, but uh, from July to September, by the time I got there, um, the markets were getting decimated. Uh, this is just before 9-11. And, you know, we, we were having some of the fallout from the dot-com bust. And by the time I got there, this happening trading floor in downtown San Francisco turned into a kind of a bit of a ghost town. Um, and, and one of the keys to, you know, trading is, you know, you need to have some an opportunity to win. And and the way this job worked was I literally had 1500 bucks to my name. I lived in the house with eight roommates in San Francisco. And I was like, all right, let's go make this happen. But they did not pay a base salary. So I worked market hours, 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. And I had to make a living because they didn't pay me anything. I was, I was paid based off of my profitability on my trades. Well, as one can imagine, a 23-year-old kid with zero experience, uh, I had to study and get my Series 7 and my Series 55, and that took some time. And then I had to actually go and start trading and making money. Well, as an inexperienced trader who was young and didn't know what I was doing, I in a very volatile market that experienced traders weren't making money in, I, of course, was not successful and I was not making money. Um, so I had to support myself. So I did what I had always done is I hustled and I picked up a bunch of side gigs. Now, this is pre-Uber. This is 2001. I, I was like thinking about driving a cab, but I ended up picking up a bunch of side jobs. I was a bouncer at a nightclub. I started throwing nightclub parties. Uh, I taught kids art and computers in the Tenderloin, which is in like the really shady part of San Francisco. Uh, I did a bunch of focus groups. So I literally would go and like you named it, I I did it. 
uh, and the, you're only allowed to sign up for focus groups once every six months, but I didn't care. I would sign up three times a week and you got two things at focus groups. You got cash and you got free lunch and they're like dog owners. And back then this was on uh, Craigslist. So I'd look on gigs and it's like 75 bucks for, you know, males age 20 to 40 who are dog owners. And I'm like, I didn't have a dog, but my roommate had a dog. So I'm like, Oh, I'm a dog owner. You know, I think I, the one I did, the, my, my favorite one, I did one for Guinness. I did one for, um, a lucky strike cigarettes. I didn't smoke cigarettes. And so I literally pretended like I smoked cigarettes just because I wanted, they paid 150 bucks. I did one where I had to skip work for the day because big tobacco wanted a mock trial because they were being sued for like the, like the big, the big, like one of the big tobacco companies was, you know, this was the big tobacco lawsuit. For those people that know what I'm talking about, if you don't go Google big tobacco lawsuit, it was this massive lawsuit for all these people that died of cancer. And they paid me 300 bucks to be in a mock trial. So I was doing all that stuff. I was helping my friends in Southern California who were in the mortgage business. I was scheduling their appraisals for them. I mean, I was literally, if, you, if it moved, I did it. Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. It stopped me from fully enjoying the little things in life, from canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of the sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now. And let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and Supply & Demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow 
grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. And um, I did that for months and months until I just got burned out. I was working like 100 hours a week and I was 23 and I was like, I can't keep doing this. So I go to my boss, his name was Clem. I said, Clem, I can't do this anymore. I, I, I'm just, I'm working my tail off. This is just not, this is not sustainable. Um, and he, and finally he went back to the home office. This is right after 9-11, which is a whole nother story. I was like, you know, eight days on the job when 9-11 happened. And, and he goes back and, and our office in New York was right by the World Trade Center. And so he calls my, the, you know, the head of HR and, you know, they agreed to pay me a $1,500 stipend. So, uh, Fast forward to, uh, I get the 1500 bucks, you know, I'm still hustling all the side jobs. You know, I kind of pulled, I think I pulled back on a couple of them. I, I think I quit teaching kids and I quit working the nightclub stuff, but I was, I was making, you know, a couple grand a month, you know, just to eat and pay my you know room and board. And you know, I think my rent was like 575 bucks a month to have my own bedroom and a house of eight, seven other roommates, which uh, that again, is story in of itself, my humble beginnings are an interesting uh, story, but um, one of the jobs I took, I, I took a night, uh, another job, which was calling uh, homeowners to see if they want to refinance their house. And so I would go trade stocks from six in the morning till two in the afternoon. And then I would go home, eat lunch, get back in my car, drive back to downtown San Francisco. And then I would call title leads. So that's like a list of homeowners with some of their homeowner information. And I started banging the phones. And I got, and it was a telemarketing job for a mortgage broker in Marin, California. And he offered me two options. He said, number one, you can get paid 500 bucks a deal and $1,500 an hour, or I'll pay you 50% of the commission. And so my first night I get eight applications or something like that. And I, and I called him up and said, Hey, remember I said, I wanted 15 bucks an hour and the 500 bucks scratch that I'll take the 50% of the deal. So within 90 days, so this is like February, 2002. Within 90 days, I closed my first two deals and I made like $8,000, $9,000. Something like that. I think it was actually 10,000 bucks because my 1500 bucks turned into over $10,000. And I felt, I couldn't believe, I, I'd never had so much money in my entire life. I was 24. I had I just turned 24. I had 10 grand in my name. I was like, hot diggity dog, here I go. <laughs> so I finally had some money. And uh, that summer, summer of 2002 was like the summer of fun. I ended up quitting my job as a trader. Um, and I quit all my jobs for that matter, for that for matter of fact. Um, and all I did was work in the mortgage job. So um, I got really focused because I, I had a, my first taste of success. And I had a lot of fun though. That was a really fun summer. And it was like my probably the most freedom I've ever had up until really exiting my last, my, my last uh, company. Um, but I had the summer of fun with my friends and we had, you know, I was kind of working a little bit and just doing this thing where I was getting paid some commissions. And then I, I started getting traction on it. Um, and, and so for the next almost year, I ended up making, started, started making money and I'm just closing deals, commission only again, pretty entrepreneurial. And, and fast forward to, you know, May of 2003. Um, so you know, mind you, I moved there in 01 by, you know, summer of 02. I'm having the summer of fun. A year later in May of 03, I said, you know, I'm doing everything. And I was being super entrepreneur. I was getting paid commission only. 
and I was making some pretty good money at the time. And I said, you know, I could do this for myself. So I go hit up my, my twin brother, who's in the mortgage business as well down in Southern California. And I said, hey, do you want to be my business partner? I'm going to start my own gig. And he said, well, why would I do that, man? I'm making like three times the money you're making. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't think about that. I said, well, listen, I, I got a, I got a, an, an offer for you. All right. I said, my offer is this. The, the, the month I make more money than you make, you have to break. He, my brother was engaged to be married at the time. You have to break off your engagement with your fiance, who I did not like. She knew that I didn't like her. And you have to uh, move to San Francisco and be my business partner. And he said, you got yourself a deal. And so I took a quick trip. I, I spent a couple weeks in Europe. And then I started the business, Twin Capital Mortgage, July 5th, 2003. Me and one assistant. So the first thing I, I'm going to say is this. I put myself in a position. This is one of the key things that people need to do if they want to be an entrepreneur. Is I put myself in a position where I could go and be entrepreneurial. You know, I hustled when I didn't have money to make money to do these entrepreneurial things, such as stock trade. That was an entrepreneurial endeavor. I'm not even, by the way, I'm leaving out a bunch of entrepreneurial stuff I had done. Uh, like I'm giving you the cliff notes. I'm leaving out a handful of other entrepreneurial things I did, I did during that time that didn't work out. Um, but I gave myself an, uh, an opportunity to be entrepreneurial. And I think so many times people don't do that. They tie themselves down. They take on too much expense. I mean, my expenses were nothing. You know, I could live on like 2000 bucks a month, you know, back then. Um, and this is, you know, a long time ago, but, but literally, I mean, I, I was living fine off that. Why? Cause I was living under, un, under my means. So I gave myself that opportunity to be entrepreneur. I think so many times people, they start to do well and then they start to tie themselves into longer term obligations. So one of the key things I always tell entrepreneurs is give yourself an entrepreneur to have breathing room. And I did that. And it gave me that opportunity to be as entrepreneurial as I want to be. I still do that to this day. I'm always living below my means. I want to give myself an entrepreneur, an opportunity to have options and freedom because money buys options, you know, and I have a, a, you know, money does not buy happiness, but it does buy options and it does buy freedom. And I have a friend that said, quote to me that I think is a great quote. He said, you know, a problem's not a problem if money can solve it. And so I always look at it from a freedom perspective. So that was the first thing I did. And it gave me that opportunity to go and be uh, entrepreneurial in that first mortgage uh, position and then it gave me another on, uh, opportunity to then take those the money I'd made, which at that point you know I turned that fifteen hundred dollars to maybe about fifteen twenty thousand bucks. I think it was actually I turned it into thirty thousand bucks. That's okay. I'll bet half of my money, my fifteen thousand. I will bet that on myself. So I was able to bet on myself, and I went and I said I'm gonna start my own gig. So I took the fifteen grand, I built out an office, and again on July fifth, two thousand and three, I launched Twin Capital. Well. I was hustling. Again, always be hustling. I was hustling. I was a startup. I had one assistant. I had a part-time telemarketer. And I started working my ass off again. And it took me 90 days. And by the 90th day, I had my first $100,000 month. It was September of 2003. And that, that was about three times what my brother was, was doing at the time. And I got him to move up. So to San Francisco, because I won the bet. Now, so two things happened. Number one is he left his fiance. Apologize for that, Desiree. Um, <laughs> no, no, I don't apologize for that. And number two, I got him to join me as a partner. And what I learned, I didn't. I, I knew one thing. I knew that he completed me as a business partner in ways that I needed that would create leverage for me. And Naval Ravikant talks about this: like you have to put yourself in a position where you can have leverage. And I knew that if I had a business partner that did the work 
better than I did in the areas that I was less interested in doing the work. It would give me the freedom to do to lean into my own genius and do the things that I wanted to do. Um, Strength Finder, Gallup Strength Finder talks about this, that when we work on our talents, we're more productive and we're more engaged and we want to partner. We want to collaborate with those that, that where their strengths, their talents are complementary to ours. And in my case with my brother, that's exactly what happened. My brother is a savant salesperson. I mean, like just, he's probably one of the top sales people that just his ability to sell. A, we both had the same work ethic. But B, he was such a good salesperson. I literally handed off all the sales. I stopped selling right after he showed up. So November of 2003, when he showed up, I quit selling. So what do you mean, Jerry? She quit selling. Yeah, I quit selling. What that did is I get freed up all my time to work on building the business. And what ended up happening in that business is I spent the next three years straight, 04, 05, 06, you know, all the way to 07. And I turned that business into, with my brother, into the 40th fastest growing company in the United States. How did we do that? Well, he just focused on sales. I didn't have to do anything. He owned the sales side of the business. And that was something I, that was something that I didn't want to own. I, and I, even though I'm a pretty good salesperson, it wasn't something I was passionate about, but it was something that he obsessed about. His talents, again, he was able to leverage his talents to do what he loved. Well, I loved my talents to do what I love, which was building a company. Hey, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was able to give me time to go figure it out. And I could worry about all the other stuff that had nothing to do with sales, even though I did some stuff in sales too, but it was more on the back end. And what that did is that created a partnership where we could collaborate, lean into our strengths and create value together. Well, the first year of the business, 03 did $300,000 in revenue. Second year did 1.2 million, right? 04, 05, the business did over $5 million. 06, it did $8.4 million. Right. So in literally three years, the business generated $15 million of pro of, of gross revenue. I wish it was profit, but no, it wasn't. Um, and I literally turned a 1500 bucks in my, in my bank account into a $15 million of gross revenue business, you know, all by a number one, betting on myself and giving myself an opportunity to be, to be entrepreneurial. And number two, partnering with someone who I could collaborate with and lean into their strengths. And I think when we do those things, give, us, give ourselves options. And if you want to do this in the world of entrepreneurism, I always tell people, give yourself an opportunity to be entrepreneurial and go and find people you can partner with who complete you. And I've always done that. In fact, like right now, I'm in this entrepreneurial journey where you know I help CEOs and entrepreneurs in their businesses. And I always recommend that. It's one of the things I teach is you need to go it's, you know, do, I do Gallup strengths with people I teach and, and I advise. Why? Because I want to make sure their team is mapped out properly and they have people who, who they can collaborate with who complete each other's strengths, who, who are complement, have complementary strengths. So that's really, I wanted to, to tell the story because I think it's a, a pretty amazing story. It's, it was my first big win and it was a lesson that I learned at a very young age that served me so well in my career. And, um, and for that, you know, I can be forever grateful. Anyway, I uh, wanted to do this solo. Thank you so much for your time today. Looking forward to, do, to telling you guys more stories and, and lessons learned uh, in the throes of, of entrepreneurial uh, war. And uh, hope you guys all have a great day. Peace out. Love you guys. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on. 
so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode, you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's going to push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the Podcast Princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.